Hello and welcome to an all new episode of Coco Explains It All. I've been avoiding this one and it's pretty deep. But I want to talk about how to get out of the funk of losing yourself and finding yourself again and rebranding yourself and growing and learning. This podcast is about self-acceptance, self-care, and telling you like it is. I'm not going to hold back on that. And again, we're going off rip here. I have nothing written. I just want to have genuine, even flow conversation here with my microphone. (laughs) I've been reflecting the past couple of days because I've tried to record this episode quite a few times and where did I lose myself? I think I've always been lost. My whole life I wasn't aware of who I was, the power I held as an individual, as a woman. I lost myself in relationships. I lost myself with family members, with friends. And I've just recently been finding myself and just growing as an individual, as a lot of you know. But I do believe that society has a lot to do with how you lose yourself and how it starts from the very beginning. Society teaches us to conform and... They serenade us with commercials and so many different opinions and we inherit a lot of things from our parents. We try to impress people by liking what they like, saying what we think people want to hear, giving the representative of ourselves, of the person that we want to be perceived as rather than the person that we are. And I feel like that's one of the main reasons why relationships fail. Because you have people spending the first six months to two years feeding their partner, their representative, and the person they wish they were, and the person they think their partner wants. And then the real them comes out and then boom. A breakup happens or there's like a very big disconnect. I can genuinely remember if I look back on my relationships, I definitely conformed. I mean, I'm going to admit to you guys that there were even times like I had a very long relationship, nine, ten years, very abusive relationship. I would literally have sex with this person because they wanted to because their definition of a sexual partner of a good partner is someone that has sex seven days a week four times in a day I had to impress the person to stay with me and now I didn't have to do this but I thought I did think about it society throws in your face love triangles and affairs that are so hot and weird and 
they throw at you how a relationship dynamic should be um, a woman that is there to cater to her man and give him all his needs and satisfy him in every way. And the woman is there for the man to cook clean. The man is only there as a provider. This is all not true. Sit back and really ask yourself, what do I love? What is really me and what is really me trying to impress others? I went through such a period when I was working at Gucci where I felt this envy because my coworkers would come in and they were decked out in Balenciaga, Louis Vuitton, Gucci, they were, they were booking flights, they were going everywhere. And I'm not going to lie, we were making great money. But I didn't know if that was me. And it, it almost felt as though, why does it bother me so much that I'm not a part of that? And I think I felt that way because I felt less than. Because we're taught in society that if we don't have all of these materialistic things, if we don't have the status, if we don't live in the luxury building, then we are not good enough. It's a lie. Everything that we buy is to impress a stranger. Now, do I love a good piece? Do I love a good handbag? Absolutely, we all have our vices. And I do believe that Fashion is art, and I do believe that, and I'm only using this as an example, but I do believe fashion is art. I do believe that there are people that just genuinely love it. But I'm talking about the people that wear these, that are consumed by wearing these items and buying these things and booking these trips and perpetrating a fraud, as I like to say. They're not doing it for themselves. They're not. They're doing it for other people. They want to be looked at a certain way, accepted, understood, quality. And I get it. But you can be all of those things with the bare minimum. I've learned over the past two years that being at peace, doing something for yourself, having boundaries, having solid, real relationships is more important than absolutely anything else on the planet. And it's genuinely all you need. Never settle. Don't lose yourself. I lost myself in workplaces honoring bosses and managers and staying quiet and letting myself be disrespected. I still cannot believe. I want to tell you guys a secret. Hmm. This is a big one. I never noticed how much I've been oppressed my whole life. I never noticed the things that would be said to me. And I'm going to give you an example. So microaggressions. This is something that I've been 
taking initiative the past three years to just really, really learn about our society, our world, and how it was built, and how political and how race really, really have every single thing to do with absolutely everything. And I was that girl that would say, why does everything have to be about race? Or why does it have to be looked at this way? I genuinely had no idea that someone telling me, wow, you're so pretty for a black girl. Or your Spanish sucks. You're not Spanish enough. Or you have to pick one. You can't be both. I never knew about the term Afro-Latina until about maybe five or six years ago. And I'm so happy that it exists because saying Afro-Latina allows me to let you know that I don't have to leave a part of me out. I've always felt like I was in between. Like I'm not black enough. I'm not dark enough. I'm not Hispanic enough. I'm not enough. People would even call me an Oreo cookie. And I never even thought that that's who I, like, I never saw any of this. I never understood it. I was lost. I was lost, genuinely. Now I can't even unsee it. it I, I have done so much research. I have dug deep into who I am as an individual and into, a, into myself, my self-respect, my boundaries, my friendships, my experiences from the past. And I never knew any of this was affecting the person that I have been all my life. I've been judged by my hair. I have not been hired at places because of my hair. I, I remember working at Apple and a client did not want to take the credit card from my hand she said no you're dirty what these are experiences that kind of mold your life and just keep you losing yourself little by little i also used to stay very quiet complacent i would let people walk over me i would let people influence me easily i was very gullible very gullible now it's impossible for me to even spend time with people that I don't feel are at my frequency level. And I don't mean that as I'm better than you. I mean that as in, what is your energy like? Are you a positive individual? What do you want out of the world? How do you treat people? Are you kind? Are you empathetic? What is your story? What are your thoughts on deep topics? I, I have no room for fluff. I have no room for fake. I have no room for mediocrity. I want to live a fulfilling life as authentic as possibly. And I want everyone to know what that feels like. And I still haven't cracked the code fully. I have not cracked the code. But I feel like I'm getting there. I feel like there's a... A wave hit me. And ever since I've decided 
to focus on myself, to not allow me to lose me, I've noticed growth. I have noticed that everything around me becomes better. Opportunities arise. Life changes. I've, I've been upgrading. I've, I got a car. I live in a whole new city. So many things happen when you decide to work on yourself and really hold yourself accountable and not allow any room for disrespect and for just mediocrity. Live a life of fullness. Live a life of giving, of understanding. It's so funny. It's like my life mission to make sure people aren't silent, to make sure people are really going for their dreams, to make sure people are really being honest with themselves. I feel I have a very tough personality. I get it. I'm very opinionated. I'm very controversial, as some may say. It's funny. I can guarantee you that there have been many workplaces that I've been in that think I'm aggressive and angry. I'm not. But when those things are said to me, I do get that way, of course. Because those are microaggressions. Losing yourself in a relationship can be damaging also. I now have been married going on two years and in a relationship going on six years. We're in our fifth year now. And this is the first relationship for me where we over-communicate. And I think that's how it should be. Communicating is the key to everything, as I mentioned in the last episode. Being open with yourself and your partner. I told my husband about a month ago, I want to start dating myself again. I want to do the things I love by myself again. So I go and I have my spa days. I'll go eat alone. And I want him to do the same. I want us to make sure that we never lose ourselves with one another. And we keep things fresh and honest. And when I say honest, I mean brutally honest. I want to ask you guys a question. When was the last time you felt heard, understood, valued? And I mean truly, truly. When was the last time you were proud of yourself? for something that you did for yourself. I have this conversation with people a lot and we're robots a lot of times. I feel like a lot of people are navigating as robots and they are completely lost. You go to work all day and then you just shut it off and go drink at the same bar you go to every single day for the past six years to go complain and talk about the shit you hate at your job your shit week, you need to drown it in your sorrows with liquor, or you sit down in front of your TV for seven hours. That's losing yourself because you're only turned on at work. Think about it. You're fast-paced. You're really on it, huh? You need to get that check. 
there's a return on your on what you're doing. So you feel that you do it and you have to do it 100%. But the minute you clock out, you clock out on yourself and you don't attend to yourself and give yourself that energy. I think it's time to give companies whatever job you have. And let's be real. There are people that love their job. This is not for you. For those of you that hate your job, for those of you that are sick of your job and are only doing it just because you want to travel or just because you want the benefits and the discount and there's something that you really, really want to do, don't turn the clock off the minute you clock out of your job. And I'm not telling you to quit either. I'm telling you to give them what you're worth and what, what they're telling you you're worth. So if you're getting paid $25 an hour and your qualifications are seven bullets long, only follow those seven bullets and do what's worthy of that $25 an hour. And then get out when you clock out. Sure, definitely have a beverage. Do your thing. But do the work on you. Go home, give yourself a spa day. Cook yourself your favorite meal. Work out for 40 minutes. Give yourself attention. Read up on something you absolutely want to learn and love. Become your inner child. As children, there were so many dreams and hopes we had. We had such a vast imagination. There wasn't nothing we weren't willing to do and willing to learn and willing to try. Now we are just big kids. Take all those things you were in love with when you were a child, revisit them. If you loved painting when you were a kid, buy yourself an easel on Amazon with some paintbrushes and some paint. Paint in your living room while you watch Bridgerton or while you listen to this podcast or while you take a little smoke with your best friend or your man. Paint, sing, dance. I genuinely recommend a solo dance party in your living room in your underwear while you're eating a pint of ice cream, screaming at the top of your lungs your favorite song. That's therapy. That's you giving yourself attention and love and, and being free. There's something so therapeutic in it. It's a release. A lot of people don't release. They think they release by drinking and fucking This is not PG, y'all. Yes, I said fucking. That's not a release. It's masking. You deserve better for you. You deserve to never let yourself go. You deserve everything you want. I'm no longer feeling bad for saying I'm bougie. I feel everyone should want to be bougie. Why can't I be bougie? Why can't I want and deserve the finer things in life? We should all, and I mean all of us, every single person that has been born ever should be granted a luxury apartment, really good food, quality clothing. Everyone deserves that. Now, does everyone have it? Of course not. I'm not numb to that. But I do believe that everyone deserves it. So when I hear someone tell me, oh, you too bougie for me. You're mad that I love quality? I'm mad that you don't. I'm mad that you don't see within yourself that you deserve more. 
you think you should be going to bar 46 or fucking what is it uptown social what's the other one dykeman bar that's it that's your whole life that's you living you think traveling to jamaica cancun costa rica and mexico and staying at a resort is traveling that's not traveling boo that's just going to different this going to resorts and staying at a hotel and saying you went to different countries. Yes, you went to those countries, but you literally stood in a hotel. Go look at the world. Yes, stay at those hotels, but also take two days to go to the city and explore different cultures, eat their food, meet their people, learn, learn a new language. Why don't people want to do more for themselves? It almost feels as if it's work. Uh-uh, that's too much to learn a new language. You're bugging. What are you going to use it for? Who are you going to talk to? I don't know anyone that speaks French. There are so many excuses that we make for ourselves. We hold ourselves back from greatness. And I'm here to tell you to S-T-O-P. Stop the madness. Give yourself grace, love. Give yourself bougie. Holy shit, that might be the name of this episode. Give yourself bougie. Be bougie. Live out loud. Be you. If you have to compromise any part of you in front of any people, even your friends, even your family, it's time to go. Listen to your gut. If you find yourself walking on eggshells or saying things that people want to heal or hear, not heal. Disappear. You don't need those levels of energy. You don't need to compromise not one ounce of who you are. And if someone does not like who you are, they are not the one for you. I mean that in relationships, all sorts this is such a passionate topic of mine because i'm living through it right now and when i see people that choose to be comfortable when i see people that choose to pass on opportunity or on change and growth i question that we can't all be talk i was talk for a long time and I think I was talked for out of fear. It's unacceptable. Talk yourself into success. Talk yourself into growth, into learning a new culture, dressing the way you really want to dress, speaking the way you really want to speak, hanging out with the people that you really want to hang out with. Be vulnerable, be accessible, be opinionated, be controversial. I'm sick of people telling me all my life, you're too argumentative, you're, you like to debate. Isn't that, I mean, we're going to disagree on things. And when you disagree on things, there's room for clarity, there's room for understanding. And I don't want to be around people 
that when you're talking about a topic that they don't understand, they shut you out or they change the subject or they tell you that you don't know what you're talking about or you're too much. Stay away from those people as well. That'll keep you losing yourself. The best part about this is that when you choose you, you win. You can't fail. You can't go wrong because you're being authentic and you're giving yourself the best version of you that you deserve while you're on this planet. And our days are numbered and time is moving at the speed of light. And what is time? Time is a construct. TikTok has a viral video of a woman saying, be delusional. Be delusional. I can't stress it enough. I'm going to mention that in every podcast until it digs deep into your soul and you actually start to think delusionally about your future and about your present. You are who you chill with. If you're the smartest person in your circle, you're in the wrong circle. And it's unfortunate to say that because I know that that means that there are so many people that, you know, they love their friends, they love their family members, but I'm sorry, some people will drain the energy out of you. Misery loves company. Easier said than done, definitely. But putting yourself first and allowing yourself to be around people where you feel empowered, where you feel as if you are actually growing, understanding yourself more and learning, things happen. Great things happen. Immaculate things happen. You can change your life in a year. Where do you want to be in one year? I know exactly where I want to be. Happiness is a choice and a mood. It's not something that's just there. Choose to be happy every day. Choose yourself every day. Be delusional. Let go. Stop complaining. And by complaining, we all complain. When I say stop complaining, I mean, don't say, I don't understand why I'm not making it. When you're not doing anything to make it, I've genuinely realized that I just, I want to inspire people. I want to evoke such emotion. I want to make people feel I hope that this podcast does something for you. And I wish you success, happiness, love, and protection. Protection from anything that's negative. Find you. Use 2022 to find you. My last question for everyone listening to this podcast is, who are you? Who are you really? 
deep down inside. Forget about society. Forget about your relationship and where you think you should be and where society thinks you should be and where your family thinks you should be and who you should be. Who are you? Thank you for listening to Coco Explains It All.